Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. We are blessed with my wonderful wife, Charlie Halliday. She is very underrated. She carries a heavy anointing, a heavy anointing in the kingdom of God. And so I honor you this morning. And I just, I pray that we see who you are in the spirit. The giant you are in the kingdom. Yeah. Welcome this morning, everybody. Are you all good? Turn to your neighbor and say, it's great to see you. Oh, thanks. And turn to your other neighbor and say, it's better to see you. Don't know if that's true, but... <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, welcome to our service this morning. Uh, it's great to be with you. You're here on a great service and you're in for a treat this morning. The Holy Spirit is wanting to do something in your heart and in your life and in your family. It's true, Charlie and I on the way up this morning, we're driving up uh, from the grandparents' house and we we're talking about being people of conviction. And I tell you, it's important for my family to be in the house of God for an anointing service because I want God's fresh touch for a fresh year and we're convicted people and so I encourage you to have conviction, kingdom convictions because people of conviction are hard to find. Normally we're people of emotion <laughs> but people of conviction. If you have your Bibles, turn to Psalm 23. Thanks, Kez. You can, you can have a break for a moment. Psalm 23. I love Psalm 23. It's a psalm of David. It's a great psalm. It's a psalm to memorize. It's a psalm to teach your children. It's a psalm for life. And it says this. It says in verse 1, it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Why don't you say, I lack nothing? What a, what a big statement. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. In other words, God is enough for me, I don't need anything else. And it's a verse that we go, that sounds, yes, that sounds great. But if you think about the power of that, often it is, the Lord is my shepherd, but I also want this. The Lord is my shepherd, but I also need this. The Lord is my shepherd. No, the Psalmist says here, King David says, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. Who here needs their soul refreshed this morning? He refreshes my soul and he guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. If you want to know a key in the kingdom, it's to be led by him for his glory, for his name. And even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. I don't know if you're here this morning and you feel like you're going through a dark valley, but I will say to you, you don't need to fear. I will fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. 
You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Who wants their cup to overflow this morning? Verse 6 says this, Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hey, you're in the house of the Lord this morning. It's a powerful thing. Let's just pray and commit this moment to God. Father, we thank you. And we say, Lord, you are our shepherd. Lead us this morning. Lead us in this place. Lord, may your presence be here in power. I pray for people here who are discouraged. Lord, may they shake it off. For those who are weary, I pray for a refreshing touch. God, for those who are walking aimlessly, I pray for fresh, godly vision. And Lord, we just invite you, Holy Spirit, to have your way in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want to focus on Psalm 23, verse 5, the second half of verse 5. It says, well, the first half is great. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You prepare a table. In other words, God invites you to sit at his table. Think about this with me and shake off the I've heard it before type feeling. Our Heavenly Father invites us to sit at His table. Remember that message I spoke, some of you remember, and I had a table here and I talked about um, Mel Shibbeth, Mel, yeah, we'll we'll go with that, and the fact that he was crippled, but God, uh, sorry, that, that the king picks him up and places him at the table of royalty and how his crippleness did not define him, although it defined him in society, in the kingdom, the table represented royalty. He prepares a table in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. He anoints our head with oil. My cup overflows. Do this, overflow. Why don't you overflow onto your neighbour? Just give them a bit of overflow. <laughs> Yeah, good sound effect. (laughs) We have to understand the context of this because it gives it power. We see this picture of the Lord being our shepherd and he invites us into a place of intimacy with him. He invites us to sit at his table as his guest and he anoints our head with oil and we have to understand that the ancient custom of hospitality and respect in bible times shown to esteemed guests was to uh, anoint the guest's head with oil why because it was mixed with perfume and back then showers were not very common So you imagine going to somebody's house and you haven't had a bath or a shower for a week. Yeah. You might be a bit stinky, especially if you're in the Middle East, because it's hot. (laughs) It's dusty. And so we have this picture here where the father is saying to his guests, come in, sit at my table, and I will anoint you with oil as my esteemed guest. In, in Bible times, if you came to my house today and you hadn't had a bath or a shower 
even if you did, the, the, the tradition would have been, come and sit down, I'm going to anoint you with oil because you're going to make you smell nice. And it also is going to refresh you and cause you to feel clean because that's what the anointing oil does. So this morning we have this moment with the Father, the Heavenly Father, where he says to us as a church, he says, come and be with me. I invite you in, 2023. Come and sit at my table. And not just that, I'm now going to anoint you afresh with my oil so that your stinkiness can go away. (laughs) And then part two is, um, your cup will overflow. The anointing oil doesn't run out. It keeps being poured out to the place of overflow for those around you. Are you getting this this morning? You might be feeling a bit stinky. You might be feeling a bit like a failure. You might be feeling a bit, bit like you've, you've fallen short. And the Father says this morning, sit at the table, let me anoint you afresh. Let me pour out my anointing upon you afresh. And all that you need to say, church, is yes, please. Bring it on. I'm ready. Pour it out. Get rid of my BO. Pour out your anointing oil. (laughs) There's a bunch of us this morning who are carrying spiritual body odor. Emotional body odor. Body odor of the soul. Disappointment, hurt, discouragement, distraction, sin, addiction. Things that try and destroy us. And the Father says, I don't care if you have BO, come and sit with me. Because my perfume is greater than your BO. And if you put it through the New Testament, it's through the blood of Jesus that he washes us, what? Clean. And the Holy Spirit represents what, church? The anointing. The anointing oil is the Holy Spirit. So the blood of Jesus washes you clean and then he pours out his anointing oil, the Holy Spirit, so that you might be a new creation and walk with him. Hey, that's, that's, better, than, that's better than a squeak, I tell you that. So this morning we are the Lord's special guests. <laughs> he wants to soothe the weary traveller. He wants to pour out his fragrant perfume upon us. He wants to get rid of shame and self-awareness where we feel like we have fallen short and he wants us to smell and be like him. But do you know also that oil represents joy? You anoint my head with oil symbolizes David's gladness of heart. Let me read you a couple of scriptures in Psalm 45 verse 7. It says, God has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of what? Joy. He has set you above your companions, above anybody else, by what? Anointing you with the oil of joy. It says in Hebrews 1.9, you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God has anointed you with the oil of gladness Beyond your companions. In Isaiah 61 verse 3, it says, To grant those who mourn in Zion, to give them beautiful 
uh, beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness or a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. The oil of gladness instead of mourning. This morning, church, it's a simple message, but I believe it's powerful. And I believe the Father is again saying to you and to I, come and sit with me and let me anoint you afresh with the anointing oil of joy. <laughs> Some of us need a fresh anointing of joy. You know, Christians, we should be overflowing, our cup overflows with supernatural joy. We should not be like the world. Why? Because joy is what? It's a fruit of the Spirit. How cool is that? So the more Holy Spirit we have, the more joy we have. Don't be led by your emotions this year. Be led by your kingdom conviction. Be led by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because when His joy fills you and overflows in your life, it brings health to everything around it. And this morning, we're going to take some time in a moment. And Kez, if you could come back up. We're going to take some time, and I've got some of our team this morning, to help. We're going to pray for you. If you're a couple, I encourage you to stand there with, with hands held. If you're a family, stand there as a family unit and just receive the fresh anointing oil that esteemed guests receive. This morning, you are an esteemed guest. You know, your neighbours need this message. Your workmates need this message. They are an esteemed guest to our Heavenly Father. And I pray this year that we see people come in and receive the message that they are the esteemed guest, the one that Christ died for, that they might sit at the table with the King and find their true identity. I pray for a boldness in our church. I pray for an awakening in our hearts that we will realise the church is not just for us, but it's about us inviting people in. <laughs> we have all of heaven to be about just us and God. We've got time now to reach those who are broken. Let this year be a year of breakthrough. Let it be a year of a cup that overflows. Last thing, there are too many cups in God's kingdom that are half full. And there are too many cups that have cracks in them. And so when God fills them up, it just it's, it doesn't last. You see, God wants us to tap into the reservoir of heaven. The reservoir of the rivers of life. You know that you're a river. Get this in your spirit. Break the dams down. Break the dams down. Break them down. Break the disappointment, discouragement, distraction, busyness, everything. You are a mighty river. And if the church of Jesus Christ understood that they are a mighty, mighty river, mighty rivers create valleys. The Grand Canyon was created because of a river. <laughs> you are called to bring wonders of the world, kingdom, 
by being a mighty river. And as we pray for you this morning, we're going to make room for the prophetic. We're going to make room for you. And I just pray that you would just say, Lord, speak to my heart about what you have this year. Open my eyes, open my ears. I don't want this year to be like 2022 or 2021 or 2020. I want it to be a fresh year where mighty rivers carve out landscape. Oh, do you feel the prophetic on that? A mighty church that knows that there's a mighty river that carves out landscape. And honestly, care about, care about your brothers and sisters enough that if they miss services like today, get on the phone and say, you missed out. Oh, I had a beach day. Go to the beach yesterday. Go tomorrow. Go this afternoon. Let's be a family that's hungry. Keeps each other accountable. <laughs> Why? Because there is blessing in the midst of the people that gather together. In Jesus' name. So what we're going to do now is I, I'm just going to invite you to, to stand where you are. And, and you don't need to do anything but just say, Yes, Lord, bring on the oil of gladness. Just receive, I encourage you. If you don't want prayer, just say to the person, not for me right now, but most of you will want prayer. And just, just lean in, lean into him. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. You cause me to sit in the presence at your table, in the presence of my enemies. Nothing can stand in the way of his blessing. Not even enemies. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just prepare our hearts again for this moment with you. Oh, Lord, you are worthy. You are worthy of all the worship and all the praise. And I just pray this morning, Lord, that people didn't look to me, but they looked to you. That they heard something of your voice. That they heard something of the cry of heaven. Lord, come and be with your people. Speak to the hearts of the broken. Speak to the hearts of the weary. Speak to the hearts of those who feel like they're running the race with strength. Lord, come and lead us. And most of all, Father, I pray for intimacy. Oh, let us be a church who sits and meets you on the mountain, who goes out of their way to meet with you and to be with you. Oh, we honour you and we just invite you over the next few minutes. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way, Jesus. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.